You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We head for the latest on the Milwaukee Bucks, the man that writes about them on The Athletic and joins us every Tuesday here on the Wendy's Big Show. That's Eric Name on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Eric, appreciate it, man. So sorry I'm late, fellas. No, no, don't worry about it. We'll we'll wait on you just about any day, inside of an hour. Then we'll then we'll start calling it out. A win last <laughs> a win last night in Chicago uh, against a, a bad team, but still just finding new ways to win. And last night they have to throw Giannis back in there. Mike Budenholzer is is really being patient with his minutes. It seems. Yeah, he's going to do whatever he can to keep that minute load for Giannis down. Uh, obviously, he's giving him days off and. Uh, yeah, the the days of playing Giannis forty plus are are long gone. I mean, last night he plays thirty five, and that felt like a lot, right? Like that felt like, oh wow, they're bringing him back in to, to close this one out. And I mean, thirty five that would have been have been a nice night of rest for Giannis last year. Like if Jason had him up near forty most nights, and he was one of the league leaders in minutes and. Uh, Bud's done all that he can to keep those minutes down, and uh, it's worked out thus far. Obviously, there's been some ugly games uh, when the the nights where he's been out, but you know they they keep plugging along, keep winning, and uh, you know I guess if you need 35 minutes out of Giannis to secure a win in Chicago, I guess you're going to take it. All right, so Brian Windhorst, I believe it was yesterday morning, said everybody's not talking about the Bucks having a max slot available to give to a potential free agent uh, on the market uh, this summer. And obviously the thought is, obviously if they were to do that, that would say toodles uh, to Chris Middleton uh, at that point. If you're the Bucks, what are you doing? Wow. Um, well, first you'd have to say toodles to Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe. Fine. So you have to just say bye to both of them. Right, fine. Um, but to get that space. And yep. then, I mean, I think – the this conversation keeps happening and I love we don't it. we don't have any more information right like but this is the thing if if cuz for me it's it's a little bit different because now we're saying okay now maybe you can get a seat with Kevin Durant now maybe you can get a seat with Kyrie or whoever the case may be was maybe now before this i didn't think that was even a legit possibility and as was pointed out by Windhorse, the Bucks should have every free agent uh, ability to have every free agent come and sit down and at least talk with them because they have Giannis, because of how well they're doing this year. They should at least be able to get a seat at the table. And if I'm the Bucks, I think I have to explore that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, obviously in the NBA, tampering isn't, um, you know, the Bucks they get fined for it, but there's a whole lot more tampering that goes on for sure uh, than, than what gets. Uh, what gets people fined or what people end up talking about. So I, I think if you're the Bucks, uh, you, you start setting up these dealers and you start talking to, to people and agents and you start to figure out whether or not you're your actual players now. And then once you see how this run goes, that's when, when you go about making your decisions because, um, you know, what I was saying before about, you know, we haven't really gotten any new information, like, I mean, to me, the information that sets all this off is how far you go in the playoffs. Correct. Like, uh, I think if it's a first-round exit, well, yeah, of course. You, you can't have the best record in the league and then blow it all in the playoffs. Yeah, you're going to blow the team up. And if you get knocked out in the Eastern semifinals, I think you probably – I don't want to say you're for sure doing the same thing, but you're at least thinking about it. Those top four teams in the East are good, but 
you know, if you have the best record in the league, you should go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So you get knocked out in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think you talk about it again. Now, if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals and you go six or seven games and are a step away from uh, the NBA Finals, then it's like, eh, you know, maybe this team is good enough. Maybe or what if you, answer, you go to the Eastern Conference Finals that question? What if you go to the Eastern Conference Finals and get swept? Then all of a sudden, I think you're probably saying, we aren't good enough. Okay. Uh, so, so to me, I think that's kind of where all these questions lie because if you do have a really good run, you do end up having a good show in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you look at all of those other teams in the Eastern Conference, there's a chance that they're blown it up in some ways. Like if the Philadelphia 76ers push all the way in and then don't get to the NBA Finals, I mean, they got to ask some serious questions about what that team is. Uh, so then maybe they're a little bit less stable than you think they are. Uh, you, you go to the Boston Celtics. They push everything in. They don't go as far as they need to. They're going to be a little bit less stable. So there's a world where the Bucks would be the most stable out of all of those. Uh, you have a good showing. There's no reason to think you couldn't make the finals the next year. And I think you bring everyone back. But, you know, if you don't get to that point, it's kind of what we've been saying all along. Like, if you don't get to that point, of course, you got you got to explore these options. Like, you got to be thinking about these things. I think the only way uh, you're – you're dead set on this is our team, this is who we are, is if you go to the NBA Finals. If you go to the NBA Finals, then I don't think you, you really have a, a ton of thought to, oh, man, we're just not good enough. Like, we, we need to find a way to, to get someone that's better than us because, well, you're in the NBA Finals. And uh, I think, to me, that that's going to end up being kind of the, the common denominator on all this is how far does this team get? If if you don't get far enough, well, then, yeah, like you go out and, and you explore all this stuff. But if you do get that far, then us asking every day, is Chris Middleton good enough? Is Malcolm Brogdon good enough? Is Eric Bledsoe good enough? They answered it. They are good enough. So, uh, to me, that that's really what all this comes down to. Yeah, no doubt about it. We had a question early on the docket here. Uh, which team do you fear the most out of Boston, Philadelphia, and uh, Toronto? Wow. Um, I think it's probably, man. There's no wrong th- answer here. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the thing that I, I just wish I had a crystal ball, because I don't know if the Celtics get it together. Like, I think if the Celtics... Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't together, that weird there? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they just cannot figure it They can't figure it out. The Celtics just have chemistry problems. and I mean, this is, this is kind of what NBA team building is all about. Like, you, you got to obviously assemble talent, but you also have to have a ability to assemble talent and have them work out together, and they haven't found that in Boston. So, like, Boston and Philadelphia are both the teams that, you know, I think fear, if I'm using the word fear, it's probably like, okay, yeah, those would be the teams that you fear because in that feardom, you're thinking that they get it together. They right, it right, out that right. But but you don't. But but the thing of it is, we know Boston don't have it together right now. You don't know whether Philadelphia does or doesn't have it together. Correct. So that's why I lean Raptors. Like at the, if you want me to say the team I'm most certain I will fear at that time, it's the Toronto Raptors. Like they right. they know what they're doing. They have it together. They trust each other. Uh, they have a a team that can play defense, which is always going to be important in the playoffs. And then they added Marcus All to. Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. Like, I think there's enough there that uh, you look at that Raptors team. I, I'm most confident that I will fear the Raptors at that time, but those other two are just kind of teams lying in white that if yeah, they ever know. figure it out, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they're going to be a terror. 
Talking about the first place Bucks as we do every week with our guy Eric Name of The Athletic here on the Wendy's Big Show. Eric, what does Eric Bledsoe have to do in this stretch run to, to earn himself some conversation of a long-term deal here in Milwaukee? The playoffs. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I've, I've talked to the, the whole team about this in the last couple of weeks, but, you know, to me, they're, I don't want to say they're bored with the regular season or anything, but they all know that there's nothing left for them to prove in the regular season. Like, there, there just isn't there isn't going to be a, a big regular season game where everyone's going to be like, yep, Bucks are the favorite. Bucks are going to the finals. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like, they, they, they play the Celtics one more time, and maybe they win that game, maybe they lose that game. But if they win that game, no one's going to say, yep, those are the champions. They have the Sixers one more time. No one's going to say, if they win that game, yep, they're, they're going to be the Eastern Conference champions. Everyone's going to say, okay, proven the playoffs. So for all these guys, like, Bledsoe's been fantastic this year. But Bledsoe was fantastic in the final two months of last year. And then he, Terry Rozier got in his head, and he played a terrible series. And he was a large part of the reason why they lost to the Boston Celtics last year. So for all those guys, and, you know, I think it's the same thing with Chris Milton. Chris Milton was fantastic in the playoffs last year. No, there's it would be a totally – impossible to argue that he played anything but fantastic in the playoffs last year, but people want to see you do it again. Like you can do anything for one series. John Henson was great for one playoff series and then got paid off of that. Um, so like if you're Chris Middleton, if you're Eric Bledsoe, I do think to some extent, the only thing left to do is play great in the playoffs and make a deep run because anything you do in the regular season, everyone's just going to hang that series for Bledsoe over his head for the rest of the year. Eric, I got one one personal question for you here. As you've now been traveling around the NBA, covering the Bucks for the Athletic, making that athletic money, what has been your favorite stop on the on the tour of the NBA stadiums as a man covering the team? Uh, I'm happy you made the, the qualifier of stadium uh, because that's the, that's the big difference, whether it's a stadium or a city. Some cities are great. Like, obviously, New York is a whole lot of fun. Uh, Portland is a great city, but the best seat I have had, and again, media starts with me, so it's all about me and where I sit. Um, the best seat that I had was Oklahoma City, third row, midcourt, right behind uh, Marcus and Jim. That was the absolute best arena outing I've had this entire year because I have the best seat. I get to be right by the floor. I actually get to hear the players. Because most of the time now, like we're not in in that close of an area. And so. stop, just stop talking for a second. Listen to me, no man. He wasn't asking you about where your best seat was. Like the arena experience of a fan. Oh no, was, no, I, I didn't want to hear where you're sitting at. I don't. If a fan, <laughs> if a fan was going to one of these arenas, which one would you say to go to? Like I love Madison so Square Garden. Do you care about food? Or I, as, yes. About like atmosphere, like, atmosphere and food, both. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. See, yeah, I love really... Madison. Madison Square Garden for me is it. That, that's my that, that's my baby. But I, I don't know what yours is. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, walking in MSG, it's just it's a totally different experience. Yes, like it, even though the Knicks suck, like you walk in and you're like, whoa, like, marble I everywhere. In, I just walked into Madison Square Garden. This is incredible. Yep. So I think atmosphere wise, that goes near the top. And then you know, I thought. I loved going to Portland. Uh, the food on the concourse is all excellent. Craft beer is great in Portland. Nice. And then, like, that's a place that fits, uh, I think, the Rose Garden or Moda Center, whatever they call it now, fits, like, 19.5, somewhere in there. So 
it's loud and because that's one of the only professional sports they have in Portland, like everyone is invested and cares and wants to be there. So uh, those are two that really stick out to me uh, from this point this season. Eric, appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll have some more hard-hitting basketball questions and, and where to find the best burger in, across the NBA next week. Oh, wow. I'll just think through that one. All right, sounds good. Appreciate it. That's Eric Name of The Athletic. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, as he does every Tuesday, looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common-sense lending to those in your community since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.